Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year as a business owner. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes, expert guests, and interviews with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have Payal Barry on. She is a mindset coach and speaker working with highly driven, highly empathetic women entrepreneurs who are ready to ditch imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and negative thinking. She uses her 10 plus years experience as a former clinical therapist and a global leadership consultant to create spaces for women to be fully seen and empowered. She's currently finishing her PhD in organizational psychology in which through her research, she's developed her framework, compassion for self, empathy for others, and accountability for both. She's worked with companies such as McDonald's, U.S. Foods, and is an executive coach for leaders at Sony Music Entertainment and Betterment. So she is clearly an exciting guest to have for me being a video coach. So let's dive into the episode. So today I wanted to talk about launching. There are so many terms that I think are thrown around about launching your offers and what you're putting out there and people who are just like, I secretly launched and I didn't even have to do a launch. And I wanted to make it clear that there is a big difference between marketing and launching. And for most business owners, you can't skip the part where you're launching and you can't just automate your way to sales if you haven't been able to make those sales when you are manually attempting to do them. So this is a big conversation. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about it today. So one of the things I want to start off by saying is there are so many different terms that people are using for everything that you're doing online. So I want to kind of separate what I mean by everything. So when I say marketing, because people are like, okay, what do I do if I'm not launching? What does launching really mean? And what does evergreen mean? So I want to talk about all of them. So marketing is something that you always have to be doing for a business that you own. The intentions of marketing is to engage with your audience, to build trust and connection with them, to share valuable information, to build awareness for your offer, your business, your company, what you do, your expertise. It's to help shape your brand's reputation. And it's also to show that you've created things of value for people. So when someone's talking about marketing, that is something that, again, every business has to do. And it should always be going on for your company, right? Now, launching is when you specifically have an offer, but you cannot launch if you haven't been marketing because it won't go well. So when someone is mentioning that their launching is meant to highlight a problem, a very specific problem that you solve with whatever it is that you're putting out there, launching is meant to activate your followers so that they take action because The marketing work you did attracted followers, attracted possible leads, but the launching is what activates them to take action. Launching is supposed to compel them to want to work with you. And launching is supposed to help them make a yes or no decision about a very specific offer. 
And then the last term that I want to put out here in the very beginning of this conversation is evergreen, because I hear a lot of people like, oh, I want to just have evergreen enrollment and people will just roll in and I don't have to launch because they're just coming in. So when someone mentions that they're doing something that's evergreen, meaning that they didn't have to do anything physically, they didn't have to show up at a specific time or date, there isn't an open or closed period. Evergreen is when someone is automating their marketing. So there's some backend system with a series of like emails and lead magnets and triggers and timers and tags that are designed to move someone through your product suite. There is no set open enrollment period, but this offer is just something that a person can enroll in or buy at any time. And sometimes there are deadlines that are linked to that specific person, but that's all automated and set up in the backend. You don't have to manually do anything. So something I want to make sure that there's a differentiation between the two is live launching and evergreen, because a lot of the times live launching or launching gets a bad reputation. And so many people are like, I hate launching. Launching is so draining. It's so much work. When someone says that they're live launching, they just mean that they're showing up for a predetermined period of time and there's a deadline to sign up or enroll. Live launching a service just looks like you're marketing that service online, usually via social media and email until spots are filled up or the service is booked out or the deadline has been met, right? And so there's a big difference between live launching and evergreen because again, the reputation for live launching is that it is time consuming and it's draining on your energy and it's really hard to stay high vibe and it's frustrating and it doesn't go well. So the differences that I see between like live launching and evergreen is live launching specifically is great for when your offer is new. So you have less, it's been out for less than a few months. And so this live launching technique is actually going to help you get some of those initial sales that you need to get those initial dozen clients. That's going to help you have the social proof that you need so that you could go evergreen because with evergreen, it's great for existing offers that have already sold really well. So now on the live launching side, live launching gives you a chance to build a lot of excitement around your offer because the assumption with Evergreen is that it's really working behind the scenes without your involvement, you're making money in your sleep. So the assumption there is that it probably already has a name for itself. You don't need to build a lot of hype around something that already has a brand reputation, but you need time to build that brand reputation, right? And I told you that marketing over time is gonna help you build that brand reputation. With live launching, you actually get big cash injections into your business during the launch. I have had launches where I'm bringing in $20,000. I've had $30,000, $40,000 launches. Now, when someone's saying that they're making that much money during the launch, it's not always cash in hand. I would have brought in like $20,000. But still, I mean, that's a big deal. Because the opposite is true for Evergreen. Evergreen is really just steady income coming throughout the month. It's cool though, because you can see those things pop up randomly, but it's not like that huge cash injection. You're not going to have your biggest month ever for Evergreen, but it is going to be steady and consistent. Live launching gives you a chance to test what marketing works and what doesn't so that your content can become very intentional. So again, before you hop into Evergreen and trying to automate stuff, you really want to make sure that what you're doing works because Evergreen is useless if the stuff inside the Evergreen funnel, like the emails and the marketing copy and the words and the images, if they're not really attracting people, it's not working well, it's going to be a big waste of money because a lot of times with Evergreen, Evergreen is pumped up by people putting ads. So with Evergreen, it actually works best when you already know exactly what to say in your content so that it converts. And with a live launching actually helps you to figure out exactly what makes a lead qualified to buy, 
versus with Evergreen, it's designed to just give you more visibility to a very targeted audience that you already knew. So here's my honest heart to heart with you, because a lot of entrepreneurs are so quick to jump into automation, so quick to jump into scaling and hands off. And I don't want to be involved. I just want people to flood into me. You don't get that luxury of people just flooding into you when you haven't established your brand. You haven't established the brand of your offer. You as a brand, just because people like you doesn't mean that they're going to flock to your offer and invest in it. You have to actually build a reputation around that offer too. It needs its own brand. Automation is only valuable when there's an audience there that's captivated enough to want to be involved. Automations actually require a lot of moving pieces. And a lot of people aren't doing the legwork to make sure that those moving pieces are ready to go. One of the biggest misconceptions about doing something evergreen is that it's just easier. It's nice to kind of wake up to Stripe notifications on your phone that people have been rolling in, but it's not necessarily easier. It's just a different kind of animal, right? So with Evergreen, essentially you have to have all of your shit together on the back end before you do anything else, before you launch, I'm doing air quotes, if you will, before you launch with Evergreen, before you can activate that automation, you really have to have your shit together. What does having your shit together look like for automation? It means that every single email is written out for all of the possible scenarios, all the possible objections. You have upsells and downsells, lefts and rights. You know what lead magnet. Now you have to nurture those people before you start selling to those people. You have to have a cadence. How far in between are the emails coming? Is it every day? Is it every two days? When is the right moment for you to start selling? What happens if they don't take the sale the first time? Do you tag them a certain way? Are you redirecting them to a new series of emails? You have to think this stuff out from the very beginning. Every page, every email, every graphic, every ad has to be ready to go and very specific and targeted to someone who would buy that offer. And so if you're not at that level of preparedness because you actually don't know which emails are going to work, you don't want to just throw a bunch of emails just without testing it out, without seeing if it works. You don't want to just put those out there and just hope for the best. Because what I see as a big problem for a lot of entrepreneurs is the fact that they're like, okay, if I just put some ads to my lead magnet, let that lead magnet go out there. I know that they're going to go through my series of emails. Do you know that though, if you haven't tested it out? Because a lot of times you can say one wrong thing, the subject line might not be right. One thing can be off in that launch. And that will be the reason that people didn't click on your email or it didn't move through the funnel. They didn't make a decision. They didn't buy you could have one trigger off that will stop the whole thing from running. And so you don't want to just hop into doing that because it requires a level of preparedness. Now, that's not to say that live launching doesn't have a high level of preparedness as well that goes into it. So let's talk about that. If you're live launching, though, it's like, well, now you do have to show up and you want to still have the storyline for the launch. You need to have your deadlines. Like, when is it going to be open for people to enroll? Are your pages ready to go? Is your content ready to go? Are you coming? Are you going to be showing up every single day for the entire time that you're launching? And launching can happen over the course of like three to six weeks. You want to make sure that you're prepared to show up for that length of time. 
This episode of the Revolutionary CEO podcast is brought to you by my group coaching program, Revolutionary Brand. It's a transformational coaching program for service-based entrepreneurs and coaches who are ready to build and leverage brand visibility using video content to attract and enroll premium clients and sell your high ticket programs and services for $1,500 or more in the next 90 days without complicated marketing funnels or being great at sales. I created this program specifically because I know that you've probably been offering discounts to try to entice more clients to close. You're creating freebies and posting content so frequently, even though you don't have the time, you've been rebranding to try to make your business look better. You've been customizing your offers and lowering your prices and you're over all of that. This program was crafted to help you to repackage and relaunch your offers to only focus on one ideal client profile and one problem you can solve so you can confidently articulate your value and close sales needed to hit your monthly income goals. It's going to help you map out and plan all of your strategic video content. You'll need to lead your ideal clients from Googling their pain points to paying full price for your service. And you'll learn how to implement processes to strategically automate parts of your business and prepare it for scale and prerequisites to qualify leads that get you 90% of the way to the sale before your sales conversation even has to happen. So make sure you go to revolutionarybrand.co to submit your application and book your compatibility call. There is no easy way out when it comes to sales. It's just the amount of preparedness that you're ready and willing to have. But the one thing that I can say is that you can show up in live launch and not necessarily be as prepared because you can kind of come into it every week and figure out what you're going to do for that week. But you know when you can't do that? Evergreen. (laughs) If you're having trouble selling your offer before going into automation, so if you're live launching and you can't sell it, just because you automated it and does, then you added a bunch of emails in between the nurture sequences doesn't mean it's going to sell either. One of the things that I keep saying to people is you have to learn to sell while you're awake before you can get sales in your sleep. So automation isn't your savior. Your funnels expert isn't your savior for your business. In fact, what they do doesn't work if what you have on the front end of your business isn't working. They can't set up the back end and it's magically going to work for you. It just doesn't work that way. So what I want you to do instead is to think about what's going to make the most sense. Is your offer brand new? Is it within its first six months of infancy? Because if it is in its first six months to even almost a year, I wouldn't start automating it because you're not ready yet. You don't have enough data and information, data that you need to be collecting about your launches before you move into an automated evergreen type thing where it's hands off is data about how many leads you typically need to get on the phone before you like what's your conversion rate for sales calls how many people did you need to get on the phone before you got enough people to fill the spots that you had available how many weeks did you actually launch what did you talk about throughout that launch that actually made people take action of all the content that you put out during that launch period which was the most popular why was it popular what questions were people asking along the way that you need to make sure that your content is answering What are some of the fears that people had around your offer that you need to learn to help them to overcome? What were some of the objections that people had on the sales calls, the people who said no? You know, you need to be able to answer these questions. You need to be able to answer how frequently were you really showing up? 
What days were you presenting, putting out your content? What were your call to actions that actually got people to take action? If you're not looking at all of this information during your launch, then you're certainly not ready for it to be automated because this is some of the information that you'll need to have, especially if you work with like an ad specialist or someone who is going to help you with your funnel. They need to know what's the frequency of things, what things worked well so that we can put that in the content in the funnel. You need to have all of your systems and things set up if you want to run this evergreen, if you want to automate it. So if you're not in a position to do that, then I don't know why you're trying to automate it because it really isn't going to make your life easier. Don't get so caught up in the sexiness of waking up to Stripe notifications that you lose sight of the fact that you have to put in the work first, that you have to meet the requirements, the prerequisites. There are prerequisites before you can automate your business. And most of you are not meeting the criteria of the prerequisites. And then when you go to launch, you're disappointed and you're blaming your offer. A lot of times, the reason that I'm talking about this today is because a lot of times people will try to launch something and it'll fail and then they'll blame the offer or they'll blame the price point of the offer. And it really doesn't always have anything to do with that stuff. The price is the price. Whatever the price needs to be for it to be profitable and to allow you to stay in business is the price that it needs to be. It's just a matter of how you presented the information around the offer so that people would feel that price was worth it that it was valuable enough what you were offering for that price to be relevant, to be something that they're willing to pay. Those are things that you actually need to learn before you go into this whole launching and blaming the offer or just let's just automate. I want to be hands off. When you were hands on, was it selling? Before you can be hands off, it needs to be selling when you're hands on. I like having conversations like this because all of the offers that I do, Revolutionary Brand, Booked Out CEO, my one-on-one, all of them are about launching premium or high ticket offers. And the reason that I specialize in that is because when I worked in corporate, you might not know this. Um, I don't know how many times I share these things, but when I worked in corporate, all I sold were expensive things, random things too. I worked for a telecom company where we sold distributed antenna systems. If you don't know what DAS is, which is distributed antenna systems, if you don't know what that is, it's these big cell phone towers that allow places like stadiums that have hundreds of thousands of people at the same time, which would be really hard on the cell phone signal, or hospitals where they're concrete buildings, sometimes a lot of it underground, with terrible cell phone signals, and they have to use walkie-talkies to communicate with each other. To make sure all of these places actually have a cell phone signal so that no matter how many people are in that building, they all have a way to communicate. These things are hundreds of thousands of dollars for companies and stadiums and businesses to pay for. And we used to have to sell that. So I had to market these things and nurture people and help the salespeople to have everything that they needed to be able to sell that, that thing for that price point to help these companies see the value in having that. Like, why do they care? Well, there's cell phone towers everywhere, so they should be all right. I don't care if everyone can be on their phone. I used to have to sell stuff like that. I've worked at an information security company where we did these things called phone printing, which didn't even exist. So we had to sell something that people had no idea what the hell it was, and it didn't exist. We were like pioneers. So... It was something that required you to build a brand around something and build enough of a reputation over time and to be patient for that to happen because the sales cycle for selling something like that was like 12 to 18 months. It was 12 to 18 months of me marketing something and building up nurture sequences to smooth companies like Bank of America and Wells Fargo. We had to work with Deutsche Bank, like all of these banks huge banks with big executives, white men and corporate suits. I had to 
learn how to market to these people. I had to show up at events with these people and schmooze them and nurture them and help build relationships and sync in harmony between the executive team from my business and the executive team from theirs. That's a big job. So my entire marketing career has rested on learning to sell and market something that's very expensive. And so naturally, when I came into the online space, it was very easy and seamless for me to teach people how to sell things that are at a higher price point than they're used to even spending in their own life. Prior to coming into entrepreneurship, I had never spent $10,000 on something other than a car and a home. So to come online and be like, oh, like I have to get some trademarks done and it's over $10,000. I'm like, all right, that's what it is. I've joined coaching programs programs that were $13,000 and $12,000, $15,000. Never would I have spent that prior to this, but now it's just, it is what it is. And it's very easy for me to make those decisions because I understand the value of those things now. And I specialize in helping you to learn how to help people see the value in what it is that you do at the price point that you want to charge for it. And so you will hear me talk a lot about launching. I'll share two fun launching stories with you. The first time I had, so I've had a failed launch, which I share all the time when I tried to launch my hybrid coaching program with a course to teach people how to DIY a professional business brand. I thought it was going to fly off the shelves because people were like, I can't afford your design services, but I want to work with you. Well, here's how. This is what I thought. Here's how. (laughs) I'd love to work with you and you're going to love working with me. It came with logos and it was going to teach you how to come up with your colors and we were going to do it all together and help you build a website. And I had templates already pre-made and all you had to do was drop your images and people did not buy this damn thing. And I was so disappointed because I had spent so much time and I had done waitlist strategies and I was live launching. None of it worked. (laughs) That was my first failed launch. My first really big time launch was when I launched my mastermind the first time in September of 2020. I got six people in my program. Each person paid between $6,000 and $6,500. Isn't that amazing? I could not believe, and I showed up live and I had like a little like wait list for it. And then I live launched it for about three to four weeks. And slowly over time, I was getting clients into it. And I was so friggin' happy because it was the most money, like cash that I had collected that month was like a $24,000 cash collected month. One person paid in full. So I got my first multi four figure payment in full. payment. And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) I have a screenshot of it because I couldn't believe that somebody paid me that in full. And what was exciting about it is because first of all, I knew that I couldn't just automate it. You can't just be hands off. When a lot of people say that they didn't have to do a launch, they're lying. They're just confusing what it means to launch. When people have a live launch, meaning that they showed up for a very specific period of time, that's launching. When someone has a wait list, that is launching. It's just having them on a wait list, so it's launching via email. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, or to show my guests and me some love, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. Talk to you next week.